ready for it? Get ready for it. Hello, hello, we on. Get ready for it. It has been a month, baby, but here we are, episode 56, AC, PC, podcast. It is easy peasy. That is A, I am C, and we're... It's, mar- it's the abbreviated monthly version yeah. of the podcast. Man, yeah, it's more like AC minus uh, podcast. <laughs> we uh, we took a month off. We didn't even know uh, that it was going to be so long, but it was. I know. You got to ha- do what you got to do. What have you been doing since March 22nd, when we talked last? Um, really just kind of focusing on our business. Seems that things are opening up for us. Uh, looks like maybe we might have some events in May, so we're super excited about that, of course. Um, yeah, just been busy talking to couples and seeing how they're navigating through the, the continued pandemic. So you have been working. There's been no relaxation. There's been no Not, floating. No. no, no photos of me in Alabama or Florida or wherever people go for spring break. I was going to do actually a funny photo thing like my staycation like spring break of me on the deck and me in the garage oh you should have front yard you know (laughs) i would have loved that i would have followed that because i did struggle to stay out of that whole realm but then i couldn't i i was sucked in and i posted like 40 pictures of my trip to new orleans louisiana i saw some of them yeah, that I was, you, it was fun. You went to some places that people recommended you go, I saw. Went to Café de Monde. They have the beignets uh, that are so good. I'll tell you what, though. The highlight of the trip was, yeah. was the alligator airboat ride. Uh, oh, cool. T- totally worth it. All four of us had a wonderful time. We were there with uh, our, on the boat with a mom and a son. So it was two families because of COVID, right? So yep. a, a mom and a son, and then my family and the the airboat captain. And What's amazing is I didn't fun. even know alligators knew how to drive an airboat. They're so good at it. And <laughs> you, you would think that they're mean, but they're not. Uh, their shoes are impeccable. Their bags, their belts, <laughs> their briefcases and wallets. Everything <laughs> looks so shiny and so awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. The alligator did a great job. It was but that was the highlight for sure. Uh, cool. It, it was cold there. So, was it? Well, not to us. I mean, it was 80, but it was cold to the alligators and to the people. So sure. we went and saw one alligator. It, it was a an airboat tour that was like an hour and a half. And they definitely had a route that they knew. And on that route, they knew that there were going to be alligators at certain spots because they feed them. So they, we pull up to one, and he immediately swims over to the boat, and the, the airboat captain throws him some food. Okay. And, and it's, it comes right up to the boat. And so he starts tapping the boat, the airboat captain, and, and the alligator just stares at him. Now, I'm two inches away from the edge yeah. of the boat and probably seven inches away from this alligator's face. Wow. And, and he looks at me, and he says... If it was a little bit warmer, he would come right up here by your feet. Really? And he would climb up because he wants the food. And and I'm like, oh, well, I think I'm kind of okay with that. And he laughed. He's like, no, we call him lazy. He's not He's not going to hurt anybody. He's just here for the free food. That's funny. This, this is different than those animatronics you see at the, the old uh, amusement parks. Right. <laughs> Where they come bursting out of the water and ah! Yeah. Yeah. No, this guy was cold and did not want to come on to our boat, which okay. which was cool. I mean, it was it would have been right. It probably would have touched my foot if it had come on the boat. 
So did you I, have I an opportunity nervous. to feed the alligator yourself or we, no? We did not. So he did all the feeding, the captain, and we were allowed to just kind of sit there and take videos and pictures and ask him questions. But no, okay. we, we did not feed. We were not uh, like he put his hand in the water a couple times. He wow. advised us not to do that. Um, but <laughs> I did learn. So when I lived in Florida back in 95, there were some people who their their parlor trick was to go swimming in ponds that had alligators. So, okay. so we would see the alligators during the day and they'd be sunning themselves. And then at night they would say, hey, we're going to go swim in there. Who wants to do it? And we were all freaked out. We're like, no, we're not doing that. I don't want to get dragged to the bottom and killed by an alligator. Um, but I did learn on this airboat trip that alligators do not want to fight for food. So if you are big and healthy and swimming, the likelihood of an alligator attacking you is very slim. But if you are like flailing or, or sickly or just kind of laying there, that's when the alligator will get you. So, gotcha. so those, those kids who were like fascinating to all of us Northerners who would just go swim with the, the alligators, they weren't doing anything special. They just were healthy and the alligators were afraid of them and, and knew that, it was, that they could find food easier. So, so okay. if you're ever down south and you see some people and they're like, hey, we're going to swim with alligators, pay us some money, you don't need to. I just saved you that cash. There you go. I also dragged my kids to Brett Favre's hometown and they hated it, but I loved it. <laughs> uh, nothing to do there. There's nothing to do in this hometown. There's Did a bar. Did you house or something? No, or? You, I have no idea where he lived. There's a bar that his brother used to own that is closed. So we went to this bar, took my picture, and went, went back to the hotel. We drove an hour, and there was nothing to do in that town. Everyone was so mad at me. Well, it sounds like that's an opportunity for Brett to you know, rejuvenate some tourism there in his hometown. I think that it did it. Just, I mean, if I had needed gas, I could have. And we did get some ice cream. So, I mean, we did do something. So we got ice cream, but that's just because everybody was mad. So I feel like if Brett Favre had not been from Kiln, Mississippi, that ice cream shop would not have gotten our $18. Do they have signs, like, at the border, like, welcome to, you know, home of, they you know, did not NFL greats or anything like that? There is a mural painted on one of the gas stations as you pull into town. <laughs> wow, that's it, huh? And then the bar that his brother used to own is Packer-themed. So there's a Packer barn, and there's Thanks, Brett, for the memories and Hall of Fame. Uh, so, I mean, you definitely know that Brett Favre is from there. But, no, there's no sign like you see here, home of Fred Meyer. We don't have that. Uh, they don't have that down in Kiln, Mississippi. Huh. Sounds like there's a marketing opportunity for somebody. You and I will drive down there. Hashtag road trip. <laughs> the ACPC... <laughs> Podcast road trip. Podcast. Yeah, and we just do it. It's like one of those Bing Crosby, uh, Bob Hope road movies. <laughs> we hop in the car and we just cruise south. We cannonball run our way to Kiln, Mississippi, and we erect a sign. I'm in. Right. I'm in. Yeah. 
There we go. <laughs> Podcast is brought to you by Curtis Gross Remax United. This guy sells Sounds houses. Oh my gosh, Andrew, he does. And and buyers right now, I was telling you before the podcast, uh, there is still an inventory problem. I think we've been talking about that for what, a year that we've been doing this podcast. There are fewer houses for sale than are going pending and closing. So, right. and it's like, like two thirds, you know, so let's say uh, two thirds of the 100% every day are coming on the market and, and more are closing and pending every day than are there. So if you are thinking of selling, it is the time. And if you are thinking of buying, it, it's tough, but people are buying houses every day. So I stick to it. I, I have one client that we uh, have missed out on a couple offers and I said to him, how are you feeling? And he's like, I feel good, man. And I'm like, okay, you feel good. I feel good. That's that's what. It, and he said that I actually helped make him feel good. So I like that, and not in that dirty way, Andrew, like you're thinking <laughs> uh, at all. Have you been Have you been looking online at houses just to kind of see what the what the hubbub is all about? Do you do you um, peruse like Zillow or Realtor.com or Curtis Gross? Yeah, sometimes my wife does it more than I do, but yes. Well, there was a guy. <laughs> so you have a cat, right? Yes. Does your cat ever leave the house? Um, like no. A... Well, occasionally he got out a couple of times. But... Okay, but he's not a he's not one where you let him out and then he comes back to eat and to sleep. He, no, he's no. in the house most of the time. So Correct. There, there's a guy. His neighbor's house goes up for sale. And he looks it up online. He's like, hey, I want to check out the, the pictures. I want to read the listing. I want to see how much he, he's asking. And in the pictures, his cat, the owner, the guy, the neighbor, the person looking on the internet has a cat. And that cat is in some of the pictures, like lounging in the bedroom in the sun or That's funny. sitting on the counter. And he's like, what the heck? That's my cat. So he goes over to the neighbor's house and uh, and he's like, what is going on? And the neighbor says, yeah, they uh, this cat comes here all the time and we just let it in. Uh, we feed it. We hang out with it. And other people on the street then, because he was telling them, say, oh, yeah, your, your cat comes in our house all the time. We didn't know it was your cat. We call him a different name. We we hang out with him all the time. We, we see him. They all have names for this cat, but one person in the neighborhood owns it. That's funny. So it's like a multi-personality cat. Exactly. Well, they say they got nine lives, right? So this guy's living all nine of his uh, wow. in the same neighborhood. But yeah, it reminded me. Remember I told you that I had the neighbor's cat sneak out of its house and it lived under my deck. And right. then it lived on my deck and on my porch, and we wouldn't let it in the house because we thought it was feral. It was not feral. Uh, it was a neighbor's cat, but it it lived here for a weekend until they got home, and then said, "Oh my gosh, thanks for the cat." Because I I posted pictures. I made a lost cat uh, in Rockford email address on Gmail that people could email me if they were missing it. Like I went I went full bore on this cat, and it was the neighbor's cat. Uh, but yeah, we did not let it in like, like, funny. like all these others had, if, right. if you noticed an animal, like, let's say there's another cat and it's sitting on your deck. Do you let it in? No, no, because it would fight no. your cat. Uh, yeah, I just, I just don't want multiple cats. 
you, you got enough cats. I see what you're saying. No, so you got enough cats, you don't need it. Right. ACPC, Easy Peasy, the podcast brought to you by Curtis Gross, Remax United. Uh, we've been off the air, and I put quotes on that because we're not on the air ever, but we've been off for a month. In that month, did you see the big breaking news? No. Ariana Grande is going to coach on The Voice. Oh, I did pick that up. Woohoo! Yeah. What? Sorry. What are your thoughts? Um, my thoughts are—I think she'll do pretty good. I mean, she's got a lot of experience, right? So. Yeah, but I don't like her. <laughs> Remember, she licked those donuts, and she's really kind of a a, a diva. I don't like her at all. I don't know that she's a good choice for that. But it is a great opportunity for her to surprise me and be someone who I do like. That's funny. Right? I mean, when I when I say Ariana Grande, what is the first thing you think? Licking donuts and being kind of a snob, right? I actually I actually think back to her Disney or Nickelodeon days. I forget what channel she was on, but uh, Okay. Back when she had the show. Yeah, that's what I always think of when I hear her name that's because your daughters are a little older than mine so i didn't right. we came in right at the tail end of that show and um yeah i don't really think of her like that i think of her as the donut liquor her brother was on big brother and he was kind of a d-bag i mean just, <laughs> yeah i do yeah i remember the brother yep. yeah so i don't like i don't feel like i i like her at all i love nick jonas who she's going to be replacing and it makes me nervous. Now, I don't watch a lot of The Voice. So what I think does not matter. But I just, I don't know that Ariana Grande, Blake Shelton, Kelly Clarkson, and John Legend are the powerhouse that like an Adam, a Gwen, a CeeLo, and a Blake are. Okay. But, I mean, if you, well, if you disagree. you never know. I mean, they, they switched them out through the years, you know. But uh, the first season is always rough. Right. Well, and will she be around? Because, I mean, Nick Jonas has done a great job, I thought. But I love those those Jonas brothers. Right? Yeah. I mean, speaking of guys who had Disney shows, they, they had a Disney show. They were on there, the Joe Bros. They were doing their thing with uh, with Miley. I never watched that. See, that was a good one. You should uh, you should check it out if you get time. <laughs> uh, also, I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. I'm sure. And just at, at it. Well, yeah, Disney Plus, right? So they have everything. I don't think I don't think they have anything that's hidden if you pay them the six or nine dollars uh, right. on, on one of the ones I have. So either Hulu, uh, Amazon or Netflix. Big time rush just came back on. Oh, my daughter's been watching that. Yeah, oh, that, that must be why. Yep, so they were one of the, the first shows that we got into as a family. And we went and saw Big Time Rush in concert. That's how big of a fan my family was. Right. I mean, we got BTR t-shirts, BTR <laughs> handbags, BTR necklaces. We are, we are team BTR. Uh, but isn't there a new BT something? BTS, uh, like, the next. Oh, BTS. So there was BTR, now we're to BTS. Then we'll have BTT. Then BTU, which we already have because that's uh, heating and cooling. <laughs> BTV, <laughs> which is a television network. BTX, no, BTW, which is by the way. BTX, <laughs> BTY, and then BTZ. And, and then we're done. And then we'll go BTAA, BTAB. No, no, no. Yeah, no just, it's got to stop at BTZ. I don't think it does. 
Maybe it does. All I know is ACPC. Those are the only letters you need to worry about. It's easy peasy. It's right here. I'm A. He's C. We do it eight or ten times a year. Uh, episode <laughs> number 56 here today. And if I told you that you and your wife had to be on a show. Yeah. And on that show, it was going to be kind of like The Amazing Race, where you had to complete tasks as a team. Yeah. How would the two of you fare? Would you possibly win? Would you be the worst at it? Would or would you fall somewhere in the middle? Uh, probably somewhere in the middle. Okay, I think Katie and I would would be the first off, uh, or we would win. There's no in between for us. Either we would totally click and nail it, or we would butt heads so bad episode one that we can't do it. <laughs> and of course, it would be my fault. It would not be her fault. I might fault tune in to watch that. Yeah, well, and that's the, that's the possibility. There's a new show coming out. Speaking of musicians on TV, Meatloaf. Remember him back in the yeah. day? Uh, he's got a new show uh, based on the song, I Would Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That. Now, I thought it was going to be like a fear factor thing. Where, right. Where they're like, hey, um, you love your wife, eat this snake. You love your wife, put your face into all these cockroaches. But it's That not. would be a good show, actually. You take fear factor and you mix it. With, uh, with, with, yeah, like loving your wife. I don't know. Would you? It's uh, Fear Factor meets Beat the Clock. How's that? Could you do something disgusting, though, just to, like, save your wife? Let's say she's going to, it's going to happen to her. So dip your face into all these cockroaches, or we're going to dump cockroaches on your wife. Would oh, you? no, she gets, she gets the dumping. I wouldn't put my face in cockroaches. So i do anything for love, but I'm not doing that. You would be out. Correct. You'd be the first yeah, one out. Right. Would she do it? Would she be uncomfortable to save you, do you think? Probably. Probably. So she would do it. She's a stronger mate than, than you. Uh, no, I, don't know that, I don't know if she would do it. I, I don't know. I, it depends on the challenge, I suppose. But what is the... What's the real show about? Okay, so the real show, and, and we've already, I think, determined that... The idea that we've come up with is way better. Way better, yeah. Uh, but the idea behind that show is more like a uh, uh, an amazing race type thing. Physical challenges designed to test how well they can work together and how much they trust one another. Okay. So Katie and I, we, yeah, we trust each other, but she definitely would think that whatever I said was wrong. So she trusts yeah. me less than I trust her. And probably if she said something, I would not trust it either right and, and we we don't work together the best so that would be a tough show for us which is why i say either we'd be out or we would just be like all right screw it we're winning this and we would just we would make that happen we would we would get together and win it um but yeah i think the fear factor show is definitely the better show do you hear my yeah, phone no, ringing I, I, yeah i mean this this the actual version sounds a little too sugar-coated right. i don't know that it's gonna last no i'm right yeah, there with you I'm right there with you. Do you hear my phone ringing? My phone is, is ringing right now. Like I told you, this market, buyers and sellers, everybody reaching out to that Curtis Gross Remax United. Why, Andrew? Because this guy sells houses. He sure does. And I got three tips for you. Three, okay. three things that you can do to your house to put yourself in a better mood. Number one, sell it with Curtis Gross. No, just kidding. Oh, my gosh. that No. Uh, so keep... <laughs> You like that? That was like the dad joke. That was the Shecky Green 1970s uh, stand-up comedian. What was even funnier is I heard the crickets afterwards. Yes, yes. That's what made it better, I thought, too. Uh, Number one is keep it clean. 
So it's easy. We're all living in our house, right? It's easier to, to keep it clean, to get everything uh, put away. You know, you don't need to live in, in, in a mess because it, it does drain you, right? I just, yes. I just cleaned. I have a little work area here at home. I told you, Katie got uh, transferred home, what, a year ago, took my office, which I loved and had set up perfectly. And now I kind of, I'm a nomad. I work everywhere. And I was leaving little piles of work. And I, I noticed it over the weekend. And I'm like, I'm just going to clean this up. And it made me feel better. So, so that's number one, keep it clean. Number two, make sure it smells good in your house. Uh, and whatever that means to you, you know, if there's a scent that you like, go ahead, pepper it in, maybe a, a Glade plug-in or something. And the number three uh, best way to keep yourself in a good mood, just by making a small tweak to your home, make sure that you're not too hot or too cold in it. Uh, because, okay. Because that's gonna affect how you feel. As well, I know Katie working in the basement is always cold, uh, and she says, "Oh, it's so cold." I'm up here, uh, upstairs, and I say, "Up here, like you are looking at me, but you're not." I'm up uh, upstairs, and it gets hot. Not today because it's 20 degrees outside, but with the sun shining, you know, I'll have to open a window. She'll come upstairs and she'll say, "What are you doing with the open? It's freezing." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's so comfortable." And then that yeah, goes back to us not really working together. We run into that too. Sometimes I'm cold. Like last night, I was cold. My feet would not warm up. My wife's like, well, why don't you put some socks on? And I'm like, well, that's a good point, but I didn't want to wear any socks. Wow, because so, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, you know, we go to the bedroom and we have a ceiling fan in our bedroom. Uh, it just helps with, Be, you know, air circulation. And because, because you're fancy. You can you can throw that in. Because <laughs> we're fancy like that. Okay, awesome. And, and uh and so I get under the covers, and she turns the fan on, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I had to get an extra blanket on last night. Oh, seriously. Crazy. I, crazy. I listened, to, uh, I listened to a YouTube video on my phone. So Instagram or, or Facebook said, hey, watch this. And I clicked it. I muted the TV. I watched the video. It was less than 30 seconds long. I stopped the video, I turned the sound back on, and Katie said to me, oh my gosh, thank you. And I was like, what, that was like 20 seconds. Why, why can we not put up with something for 20 seconds? And she said to me, and had the girls back it up, that if they had done that and I was watching a TV show, I would have been very upset. So I, I guess I'm a hypocrite when it comes to blasting out things from my phone. Okay. But it's that same Good thing, to know. right? I mean, your wife wanted the fan on, you didn't. And you're like, ah, oh, why are you doing this? And she's thinking the same thing. What do you care? You know, you're under the covers. <laughs> I know how it is. Right. That's we'll, funny. We'll close here with arguments that uh, a great way to solve them. Okay? Okay. Yeah, that, that's helpful. Here is your great way to solve an argument. Now, this goes... Back to something that I used to do before it was available. I would rely on the kids. So Katie and I would get into an argument and I would say to whichever kid was around, no, remember your mom said this. And then that never ended well for me. But here is the new way. You Google the answer. So you and your anyone are fighting. You're arguing about something. And you say, you know what? I'm going to Google it. Because Google don't lie. Google don't lie. Here are the top 10 things you can Google to end an argument immediately. 
Are you ready for them? Yeah. Grammar. Geography. Who sings it? Is it going to rain? Who is that actor and what were they in? How do you spell that? When did that happen? Politics, historical events, and an ingredient for a recipe. Those are the top 10 mm. things. Uh, the, the study went down to say that we Google things. So you and I are having a discussion. Yep. We disagree. There's a chance there are five times a day where we will just Google the answer. We're like, hey, you know what? I think you're wrong. You think I'm wrong. Let's Google it. Five times a day we do that. And 44% of people think that they know everything because of Google. I can see that happening for sure. That you you feel like you know everything because of the Google? I mean, I don't, but I can see people doing that and then feeling... I mean, I went, to, I went to high school with some guys who thought they knew everything. <laughs> that was way before Google. Right. Well, exactly. It's that same kind of thing. And now there's, uh, you know, vaccine experts. There's election experts. There's uh, Mars experts. Everywhere you look on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, everybody knows everything about everything. We had to laugh. Katie gets sucked into sometimes wormholes on, like, blogs, right? So okay. a, a, blog, yep. a blog is someone's opinion. Right, we can agree on that. Um, it's it's not fact. It doesn't need to be. Maybe it is, but it doesn't have to be. Like I could write right. a blog about anything I want. You could then Google it, read it, and there's a chance you would think I was right. You know, and I could have no business writing that blog. Right. So Katie got into a group that was in parents of incoming college freshmen. Hmm. So she is reading all these things and like getting anxious, right? Because things are going wrong with other people, not with us at all, ever. Everything was great for us, but she's reading these, these posts. And I said, do you really think that all those things are happening to those people? Because we all know that person who just is an instigator, right? where you see yeah. an argument happening and then you inject yourself, you have no business even being in that group. And you're like, oh yeah, well my son got kicked out of all of his classes because he had a, a test and uh, they saw him looking at somebody else's paper and they expelled him. And then you're like, what, what, why would you do that? My son doesn't get to do, and then people just go uh, down and they, they pile on. So we now always have to ask Katie, she'll bring something up and I'll be like, did you, it's like talking to my mom. Like, did you Google this? <laughs> did you find this in more than one place? Was this on the real news? We we had to ask my mom that a couple of times. As oh, she, yeah. Because she is, she's by herself, right? And she has not talked to another person face-to-face -face for, what, 17 months, 15 months? Yeah, right. So she, she doesn't know what she, reality from... Right. Uh, so she's, yeah. she saw something... Because she doesn't understand that our phones listen to us all the time. So she was talking about something or looking at something, and then her phone started showing her the ads like it does. So then she is all in, like she needs this. And she's like, well, I see ads all the time now, so everyone must be doing it. I'm like, no, Mom, your phone is doing that to you. She's like, no, I've never looked it up. I'm like, no, I know. 
And she said, well, I did click on the ad. I'm like, well, once you clicked on the ad, that's looking it up, <laughs> right? You're, you're there. Right. But yeah, she, she, for a while, we'd have to say, did you see this anywhere besides your phone? Uh, does anyone you know have this? And then she'd be like, no. It's like, right, you're, you're sucked into a, an ad sphere there on your phone. And, and I'm sorry to, to tell you that there's no way to get out of it. I don't think you can get out of it, can you? I don't think so. I mean, I still see ads. I, I remember. <laughs> so when the internet first started doing this, I had a buddy who we found out was a very uh, dirty internet user. And, oh. And we found it out because he came uh, and was like laughing. He was trying to make a joke out of the ads he was seeing on his phone. He's like, have uh -huh. you guys seen these ads? And they were nasty. And somebody said, and this is before I even knew that, that they did this. Somebody said, that's all tracking. You're seeing those ads because they they know that you look at stuff like that. And he was like, oh, they, oh. And we're like, oh my God, you look at stuff like that. I mean, it was crazy. And he's like, oh, okay, well, that explains it. It's like, how do I, how do I stop getting those ads? Like, my kids look at my phone. And we're like, no idea. I got, I got no idea how to fix it. Stop looking at nasty stuff, right? Or log out. Right clear your cash i don't i don't know does that work <laughs> turn it on right. turn it back off so we uh we we're gonna gonna keep on doing this hopefully more right 56 is today the podcast ACPC, yep. uh easy peasy brought to you by curtis gross remax united uh we are going to try to keep it going more regularly uh, you're picking up with with events, the state opening up a little bit more, some restrictions being relaxed, uh, real estate market. I mean, I'm running around like crazy, so we will try to keep going uh, weekly, biweekly, twice a week, <laughs> monthly, <laughs> quarterly. We don't know, but we're gonna try. To we get don't it. know. We, we don't. appreciate you guys tuning in when we when we're able to to provide content. Well, and today was <laughs> was fun because we were supposed to do it early. And, uh, and and I called because I was like, oh crap, I'm running late. And you're like, oh, I'm still running late. And I'm like, oh, perfect. All right, gonna get a, get a little breather in. So we were able to get it. But we, I mean, the the listener is the most important, right? That's yeah. who that's who we do it for. Uh, SoundCloud exactly. is where we are. Apple Podcasts, iHeart, uh, anywhere you listen to a podcast is where you can find us. SoundCloud is where it is uploaded. Uh, if you need uh, any questions answered about um, the Disney movies that were <laughs> on in the 2000s, that podcast is called what, Andrew? Uh, I think it's like Rumble Room. That, Not the Rumble Room, but I think it's just Rumble Room. That podcast is Rumble Room. They have way better equipment than us, and they're, they're way more <laughs> consistent. Uh, and and their their content is better, frankly. I mean, it's good stuff. If you've seen those movies, uh, you know. There's the My Grandpa Was a Surf Legend. There is the I'm a Leprechaun Who Plays Basketball. Um, so many, so many great, great Disney movies uh, that you can hear about. Rumble Room is that podcast. Uh, the podcast brought to you by Curtis Gross, Remax United. This guy sells houses. Uh, like, comment, share. You probably were surprised to see this pop up since it has been since March 22nd. But uh, if you subscribe, it'll pop up every time we do it. Tell your friends, comment. That's how we can continue to grow the podcast. If you need uh, help buying or selling a house, 
hit me up. You got a, a wedding or an event coming up and you need a, a DJ or a photo booth or some sort of entertainment or master of ceremonies, hit up Andrew. Our Facebook pages uh, both share the podcast. And uh, thank you for listening.